Oh, we got no cool intro today, James. How's it going, bro? <laughs> it's going good, buddy. How are you doing down there? In, uh... Wait, you're Phoenix right now? Yeah, I'm in Phoenix. Just flew here last night for a golf trip with the boys. You're just, you're just living the dream. The retired man's dream Just right living. Now. Dude, except I'm fucking busier now than when I was racing. <laughs> we had a good laugh about that when we were trying to schedule the party. We are like, damn, like... Now you're the busy guy now. No, like seriously, man. I got like a bunch of emails every day. I got stuff to do every day. Um, but it's good. No, it's good. That's great to hear, yeah. Sure. It's good to be back on the pod. I miss you over here in Oz. I know, I know. I miss. I feel like I haven't seen you forever. It's been like through a, a month and it feels, it feels like forever. Well, because we spend like, not every day together, but like pretty much. Pretty much at least every second day we're at home. I know, I know. Show 40 today. Uh, big show today, James. We got a big show today. We got Tuan Van Gent coming on. Uh, unfortunately, he had a bad crash, as you probably saw with his Instagram post. Um, so we were talking to him before that, and he wanted to come on and talk about it. So we got Tuan Van Gent coming on. We got Dave Vandenberg coming on, Big Davo, and uh, Simona Christensen, Danish superstar. So we get to talk to those three and see how their prep's going heading into into the Olympic year. Yeah, I'll be honest, it's kind of nice that we got the races coming up for the sole reason we got shit to talk about again, you know? <laughs> Dude, B- BMX season's back, that's what I'm talking about. It's, like, it's BMX season, baby, get the potty going, we get the uh, the pre-race shows, the post-race shows, we, we're going to do all the breakdowns. We're, we're, we're going big, aren't we? Hell yeah, we're going big. We're going to do a, maybe Monday we'll do a, a preview show, what do you think? Oh, we got to do a preview show. Yeah, we'll do a preview show. So I'll have a preview show out next week also. Um, it'll be fun, yeah. to, fun to bench race a little. It will be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, thanks to ProGate, ProGate Europe. Winning starts at the Great Gate. Dude, how good was Twan's gate and Zolder on the ProGate Europe? He's, 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 man, he's got some power. The size of gearing that guy runs, like how strong he's been, it's insane how fast he gets out of that ProGate. I know, especially the, with the fast dropping of the ProGate Europe, he can just floor it. Cause Tuan, they're the best baby. Tuan doesn't like slow gates. So he hits them a lot, I think. Yeah, he's a he's a horse. Yeah, he moves that that fucking big gear forward real quick. Let me tell you. Yeah, he does. So, uh, also shout out to Motorsheets.com. Uh, so, if you want your sports timing systems, event scoring, online event entry management, event and results management, you name it. All right, uh, Motorsheets got you guys covered to make it easy, simple, fast. How it works, baby. So uh, hit up motorsheets.com for all your timing and scoring needs, guys. They need to make my golf game easy and simple. That would help, wouldn't it? So let me tell you about my yesterday. I'm going to hear this. So I saw online somewhere, you were, you, the course was just, you know, it was fucking playing you, wasn't it? Dude, the course was playing me. So I, I fly from San Diego to Phoenix. First of all, I got my flight for $45. Yeah, what, 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 how'd you do that? Yeah, so like a few weeks ago, my mom my mom was just looking at the flights, I guess, because I had looked and they were like 200 bucks or something. And so my mom mm-hmm. looked, she's like, Tori, they're $45. I was like, book one right now. Like, dude. You book as many tickets as you can. Dude, the flight <laughs> fare was $18. Unbelievable. Plus tax and everything was $45. My mom's like, I think it was a mistake. Dude, how can it be that, how can it be that cheap? Dude, incredible. <laughs> I'm, I'm making money by flying. So my <laughs> my uh, with my suitcase and my golf bag was seventy dollars. So my bag fees were more than the flight. That's hilarious. Oh my I know. Anyway, so got. Go ahead. I was gonna say it has to be a mistake. I had one flight when I was trying to book my flight to Australia. Air Canada app was all janky and whatnot, and it showed a first class ticket for two hundred and fifty bucks. Let me tell you, I was trying to click that <laughs> like purchase button for an hour, and it didn't work. I was so bummed. You almost broke the keyboard, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Um. So yeah. Anyway, so woke up at like five a.m. in San Diego. Was an hour delayed, but anyway, got to Phoenix like eleven a.m. We went straight to the course. Dude, beautiful track, beautiful course, expensive course. Um, yeah. So I had a good warm up, was crushing on the range, felt good. Dude, the course was so tough. There was really? so it's one of those desert kind of mountainy courses where there's like fairway and stuff, but then besides the grass, it's just fucking desert and rock and bush. Oh, you're just screwed if you lose it left or right. Dude, I had to take five unplayables. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so for those of you that don't know what unplayable is, it means when you hit a ball and it's in such a situation that you can't you can't hit it. It's in like a bush or something. Dude, it, like three times, my ball was in a bush. Like up. <laughs> up above the ground in a bush. 
suspended in the air. That's insane. So, I mean, I had fun, but I got my dick kicked in out there. Dude, to be fair, I hadn't played in like four or five days, and that doesn't seem like a long time, but for me, now it is. And so, like, I wasn't yeah. like super in sync either, and then there's nowhere to find your swing there. Uh, I, I can imagine you're not. You can't just, you know, just hit it wide right. No, so I got fucking worked out there, but I had a lot of fun. We got our first guest trying to call in right now, but you're supposed to be the one to call him. Yeah, t- <laughs> yeah. can you message him and just tell Tuan we'll, we'll call him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, we I'll did. Tell him right now. We did that, and then I'm here with my buddy buddies Josh, Travis, and Dave. Um, yeah. But my buddy Josh played in a, a qualifying tournament today to get into the Monday qualifier to get into the PGA tournament. Damn, that's so cool. So yeah, he played today, and so he's going to try and qualify again tomorrow. So it's pretty sick. It was fun to watch. We walked around today and followed his round. Yeah, right on. Yeah, it was, it was dope, yeah. That sounds like it, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. Um, how's Oz? How's training and whatnot? You, you and Romaine have had some good stuff. You're like a little couple. Dude, you know, we were having a, such a great time together. I'm almost honestly bummed that we're like, the, the trip's basically coming to an end. We've just been having like a blast just training. We go to the beach like every day for a quick swim. We're just living. Kids are living. Dude, that's one of the things I miss the most is not even racing. It's just those training camps when you're with some of your best friends from across the world. And you're just, all you're, doing, all you're doing is training, drinking coffee, and just fucking shooting the shit. Seriously, it's been amazing. Like, you just work on getting better, and then just as soon as you're done work, like working your ass off, you go back to relax and have fun. I like. I know, like I, I shouldn't say this, but like, I'm almost bummed. Yeah, racing's coming up. So, like I said, I just want to keep training for like another month like this. No, I completely get it, and that's that's some advice I would give to like a younger Tory. Or I mean, I always did enjoy it. Or like some riders mm-hmm. coming up, like really enjoy those times because those are those are honestly the best times. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it is too. And, like it's funny. Like I don't feel like. I, I don't feel as prepared as I have been in previous years because just the way the off-season worked and how quick the races are coming up, I kind of feel like I wish I had a little more time. But at the same time, I've been so relaxed and been, like, we've been riding our bikes so much. I feel so comfortable on the bike that it's just like, I'm not really stressed about it. I know that like, the speed, the race intensity will come soon enough. So it's like, feeling comfortable on the bike, feeling like we put in a lot of work, even if I don't feel fast, it it's, comes around, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, in two things here, we got to remember, like, everyone, same thing for everyone, right? Like, it's cliche, but... Look at even the look at someone like Connor who like went for the ABA title or Corbin, they tried to they had to peak end of November and take a bit of time off and start again. Like that's a really tough turnaround, you know. Yeah, big time. Like everyone's gonna be feeling that, and also like at the first race this season, you can't qualify for the for the Olympics or win the Olympics in the first race, but you can sure as fuck like lose it. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, right? Like you know, it's a it's a short season, but the, it's still a long season. There's still a lot of racing left. Yeah, big time. And like our first guest here, Tom, coming on, he knows it's, it's going to be tough for him, I'm sure, for him, I'm sure, now with his injury. Like, I don't even know how it's going to work. I know. I know. I was uh, really disappointed to hear for him, but it'll be good to talk to him. Um, yeah, well, should we, uh, should we get him on now? Um, one sec. We'll do the Sylvan social media check-in first, because it's a big headline. That's a huge headline. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I kind of already knew, but David Graff's 12 more races, then he's going to retire. I mean... I probably shocked people just because just seeing something like that's shocking, but I could kind of see it coming. I mean, he's had an awesome career and he's still going fast, but he's 31 this year and it's Olympic year. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's to be expected. I think a lot of other riders are going to retire also. Yeah, you're right. I think you, you could see, we could potentially see a lot of riders start retiring after the Olympics. A lot of them maybe have stuck on board just to try to have a run at these Olympic games. Um, but yeah, for him, it's, it is it's shocking. Like it's, it's kind of cool at the same time that he can say that he has 12 more races. Like, this is his run. But I, I think I read, like, in his post, like, obviously he doesn't want to make the Olympics his last go. You know what I mean? So he's not in the gate thinking, like, this is my last race. Um, but that'll be pretty special for him, I'm sure, this whole season, just knowing that, okay, put it all on the line this last season, let's see how it goes, and, yeah, and then, then hang up the boots. I think it's so cool. Like, I think he's going to be able to ride really free, like, this is my last season. It is what it is. I'm just going to go out and, and, and ride and enjoy it. Like, I think that's awesome. He's embracing it. Mm-hmm. And he, let's be real, he's, I'd, I'd call him to be at the top of his game, even the top of the sport right now. To be able to ride your last season to compete at, like, at that level before you retire, it, it's got to be something special. No, it's awesome. He's going to retire while he's going fast and everything. It's, it's awesome, man. Yeah, since we had him on the pod, like, obviously, I didn't really know much about him before. And since we had him on the pod, I learned a lot more about him and, you know, he's a great guy. I think he puts in a lot of work. He's like a mad scientist with his bike, and uh, yeah, 
I, I like cool to see his last run here. I like his approach. He's not afraid to try something new. So many people are scared of change and just want to fit the mold, you know. And he's not afraid to go on the limb and try stuff. I really admire that. Yeah, big time. Because yeah, I can agree to that. Uh, I'm scared to try something new and because like, if it doesn't work, I feel like it's like why am I an idiot? Why would I try that? But he's like he thinks he has found a way to do it a little bit differently that could work better. And yeah, he's not afraid to try it. You're never going to improve or evolve if you don't keep changing, you know, like when Sam said in his podcast, you got to keep evolving. Yeah, you're right. You, got, you can't stay stale, right? No, you can't stay stale. Absolutely not. Um, so, yeah, that's a cool graph. I'm going to – so no one's told me they were going to retiring after this year, and this isn't fact, people, but I, I'm going to – I think a bunch of riders are going to retire. Should I name them who I think are, are going to? You want to – yeah, this is for fun. What do you think? I'm a content guy now, so I can say it. And so, people, don't, this isn't fact, don't fucking ask these writers, because I'm putting a disclaimer out right now, this is just what I think. I think... What do you think? Who do you think? I think Anthony Dean's going to retire. Um, okay. Connor, I, I could see Connor doing another year and then stopping. Okay. Um, I think Elise will keep racing, Joris will keep racing, uh... Hard to say about Nick. I think Nick could race this year and be done kind of racing and just maybe race a little bit here and there. Um, that's all I can think of off the top of my head. Can you think of anyone like a year ab- my age or a year above? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the people maybe that are starting to start a family, they, they have a chance of, you know, they have more to get away from the sport for. That makes sense? So, like, like... No, I, I was going to say Sylvan, but Sylvan loves to race. I can't see him. No, he's, stopping. he's not stopping. Him and Nick Long, they're going to keep racing until the day they die, I think. Yeah, but I think I could see someone like Anthony retiring. Just You know, he's engaged. He's had a good career. He's going to be 29 this year. Career. He's got a business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, uh, I think there's going to yeah. be some people retiring for sure. Yeah, with, I think these, the riders that have already built a, uh, built a life outside of their sport, those are the ones who have a little bit easier time transitioning now, and that's why I could see them leaving, yeah. Yeah, I think in my mind, obviously I'm retired now, and I, I retired earlier than I had planned or thought about, but I, I was probably, I was going to race through this year and then kind of see how things went, see how I was feeling, and then decide to continue or not. But obviously that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's null and void now. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that was kind of my plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fair. I mean... Honestly, like, like yourself, you had that long career. You had great results. You had the top of the sport. And it's like, you, you do. You, you want to start building your life after the sport, right? So you, you don't want to wait too long to do that. Yeah, and exactly. It's like, oh, if you're still pulling and making money and you're healthy and you like it, why stop? Mm-hmm. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay, so should we do our rant now or at the end? Let's save it for the end. I feel like Tuan was waiting for us. We'll, we'll wait for the end and then we'll, we'll throw it in there. All right, I'm going to call up Tuan Van Gen if I can get Wi-Fi here on my... Dude, I got three Apple devices in front of me right now. The, the jankiness, but the ultimate, like, setup you have going by the sounds of it, I, wanna, I wish you had a picture of this. Dude, if someone could see the fucking circus act of me right now, you know, <laughs> I am just a balancing, like, clown right now. Um... The mic, the microphone, iPad, Here's what I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Josh to take a photo of me at the end. I'm gonna post it just so people can see the the act I'm putting on. I'll post it this week. <laughs> I'll post it this week on Coffee Chatter. Oh, I can't wait. All right, Tuan Van Gent. Oh, Tuan is not available for FaceTime audio. That's fun. <laughs> so, um, all right. So I'm phoning Tuan right now. Um, we'll see if he answers. Twenty. Okay. Dude, what's with this weird ass ring? I don't get it. What's going? Is that? Is that? It's WhatsApp. WhatsApp? Yeah, it's WhatsApp audio. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, let's play one then. That's weird. So if he doesn't answer, we'll call Dave. <laughs> he would. I'll tell. I'll just text him and tell him Tori's calling you. Tuan would not answer. Tori is calling you. All right, we'll call Dave. Tuan lost his chance. He's now second in line. Okay. Well, I just texted him. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, he didn't answer. It's probably like, that was like 15 minutes. Alright. How do I call Dave? Do you, oh, you, do you have his number? Oh, he's calling back. Twan's calling back. Perfect. Is this, is this the world champ? Hey, you're speaking of the... We got... We can do a proper power clip, but yeah. 
Oh, the oh, the clarity on this call is just a joke. Can you get any clearer? <laughs> Are you underwater right now or something? Oh, this is fun, Jim. Go ahead. Okay, we're gonna have to just go for it here. The reception Twan has in Australia is shit, so we're just gonna we're we're gonna, it's gonna be a short show. It's gonna be a short show. Um, so Twan, man, so 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 sorry to hear you got hurt. What happened, bro? Well, uh, yeah, well, thanks for that. Um, yeah, I was doing uh, routine gym session actually. Uh, yeah, lost it until. Uh, yeah, the World Cups are coming up. Yeah. Doing a squat clean with a decent amount of weight. Like, you know me. And, well, I couldn't, couldn't pull it. Jumped, up, jumped out of the, the bar. And uh, when I jumped out, my elbow hit my knee and the weight uh, on the wrist. Fuck, uh, dude. I'm so sorry. So for those of you if I know the reception is not great, but Tuan was doing a squat clean, and as he caught the bar, his elbows went on his leg, and then, yeah, you broke your, what'd you break, your wrist? I, I had a few cracks in there, but uh, the main thing is, careful, uh, I dislocated the toy, and I ruptured three, uh, three months of that, and that's a nice moment, because the toy is floating in my hand at the moment. Um, so they um, reattached the uh, ligaments and um, they put screws and some in my hand to keep it in place and everything has to be in for like 8 to 12 weeks to keep everything like secure yeah. and after that the, the one screws has come out I can start starting with yeah actually so so when are you planning to be able to ride again? So you cut out for a sec. You cut out. You, you cut out for a sec. When are you hoping to ride by? I'm hoping to ride Manchester. Okay. Really well. I'm able to make Manchester, but I don't know what's the A for what. Yeah. What's so, what's this? What's the status of um, Olympic qualification? What's your guys' criteria in Holland? Right, yeah, that's gonna be a it's gonna be a tough process for sure. But man, we wish you the best. So, are you gonna stay in Australia and, and watch the World Cups? You're heading home. Yeah, I'll, I'll be at the World Cups and uh, maybe uh, I'll join the ones in the, ten, in, the, in the in the rise area. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, bro, I'll have you in for the riders' corner, Terry's corner. Terry's corner. Terry's corner. Yeah. <laughs> man, yeah, I'm yeah. so so. Man, I'm so sorry to hear that. We'll let you go, bro. We just wanted to check in and quickly talk to you. But man, I feel for you and hope you heal up fast. And let's uh, let's hang out when we're in Oz and catch up. Yeah, do that. And uh, uh, if, you, if, you, if you follow me on social media, like probably crazy shit coming by in the next couple months. Uh, me trying with whatever, however, trying to a bike with solution I found for it to not use my rib. So we're gonna see some crazy shit from Tuan. <laughs> <laughs> definitely definitely <laughs> alright bro you take care of yourself we'll see you soon we'll see you we'll talk soon see you. thanks for coming on buddy bye, bye. you too
You're welcome. Man, we wanted I wanted to have Tuan on longer, but the quality was so bad. <laughs> oh, I'm having a laugh behind the scenes here because I caught like three words of that whole thing. Dude, I, felt, like, I know I didn't know what he was saying half the time. <laughs> yeah. So for anybody that doesn't know, yeah, you heard he got injured. We just wanted to hear a story, kind of hear what the, the problem was, but that quality was not good. <laughs> we wanted we wanted to have him on for longer, honestly, and talk more about it. But the reception for some reason, we tried Wi-Fi, regular, everything. And uh, or Wi-Fi and 3G, and it was just crap. So, yeah, for those of you yeah. who didn't, he got hurt in the gym. Uh, you know, badly broke his wrist, dislocated it by the sounds of it. I guess he had surgery already, didn't he? Yeah, by the sounds of it, yeah, he already had the surgery. Yeah, had yeah. surgery, and uh, he's hoping to be back by Manchester. So it would be really good for him to be, to be back by Manchester. That's stressful, especially in Olympic year. Yeah, I've, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, I, I've said it before a few times, I think, in our training program stuff, too, is like, when we do exercises like power cleans, um, someone like Tuan, he lifts so much weight. But obviously, we're not experts on power cleans. We're not experts on Olympic lifts. So our form isn't going to be perfect. So you, you run the risk when you're going heavy like that to, to have these injuries. And even somebody like him, like I've seen his form, it looks great. But I'm sure when you have that much weight, you almost need it to be perfect. So like by the sounds of it, it was just routine and just one little slip up like that caused the injury. Yeah, it's a bummer to hear. Dude, it just sucks because it's in the gym, you know, like... It just yeah. seems like, you know, I know we have to do it and stuff, but it just seems so avo- um, avoidable. Like, our sport's so dangerous, and then an injury in the gym, like, that sucks bad. Yeah. He when br- you're doing it on something like that or sprints, like, when you're doing something to help you be better on the bike, you're not even on the bike. Like you're not even, tr- like, in the race, and it happens. It's like, uh, that's I, a bummer. I know, and especially, um, I think he, before the London Olympics, too, I think he broke his wrist doing a box jump. I heard something like it's, it's, yeah, something like, I don't know what it was, but I thought he had injured himself in the gym before. All right, Jaspers, no more fucking gym. No more <laughs> gym for, strong enough. no more gym for Tuan. We, we need that kid healthy. <laughs> he was, I'll give him, like, he looked really good on the bike too lately. I've seen a few videos from down here. We saw him in the track out at uh, Seaman one night and he looked great. I'll be honest. So it's a, it's a bummer for him. I'm sh- that sounds like he had a really good off season, putting a lot of work with Martin, so that's too bad for him right now. I know. We're pulling for him. We're pulling for him. Yeah. All right. We'll phone up uh, Davo. Dude, what if the quality is the same? We're just going to cut all our guests and be like, all right, we'll just chat. We'll just chat about our guests, really. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Davo. So, Big Dave Vandenberg. All right. Let's hear it. Does he not have an iPhone? I hope Davo has an iPhone. God, this podcast we basically is... work on iPhones. He's got WhatsApp. We'll call him on WhatsApp. Perfect. Oh, why is it with video? No, I don't need video. I don't need video, dude. The tech, the tech team is just in shambles right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laughing at us. Oh, he's calling. Incoming call. Perfect. Sorry, I didn't mean to video call you, but you're on Coffee Chatter, Davo. Yo. How's it going? Good, good. On my way to the track. How are things going down there? Um, uh, pretty good so far. Were you? Kind of bad luck with the rain. We had four sessions on the track, and we've seen rain at three. So, <laughs> how's your but, how's your off season been? Has it been a good change to be in Australia for a big portion of it? Yeah, it's kind of weird because it's so short. So not many hours on the road bike, which is kind of a bummer. A bummer, dude. That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, now a lot of track sessions to get used to the bike again. So maybe explain to people that are listening, like, how does your off-season change now that it's a, a little bit shorter compared to other years? Um, normally, we have, like, an endurance um, block. So that basically means three or four times a week we spend two hours a day on a road bike. And now we just kind of skipped that and just went straight into uh, strength and speed. And how does it feel? Like, obviously, it's a bit of a different off-season, but do you feel ready? Do you feel like you had enough time? Because James was saying, like, it felt kind of quick and, you know, it would be nice to have a bit more time. Yeah, it feels, like, super quick. It's, like, one month ago, before you're feeling that we came back from Tokyo, the test event, and now next week we already have the race. So it's kind of weird, but I'm feeling good, so I don't think there will be an issue. Um, what's, what's something you, may, you worked on this off-season? Um, just basically being consistent on the gate, which was kind of lacking last season. And that's kind of it. 
How did you work? How did you work on it? Just do more of them, or anything? Yeah, just do way more, and uh, went to the mental coach, and those two things hopefully helps me uh, in the upcoming races. What's something, uh, if you don't mind me asking, that you may worked on your mental coach with? I mean, it's private; you don't have to say, but I'm just curious. Um. Well, I was kind of struggling with. Um, normally, the gate, like the first few meters, was one of my stronger points. And that was kind of lacking last season, so that was mentally kind of tough to deal with. So that's basically the thing we worked on, just to accept that and move on, instead of focusing on the first few meters too much. Yeah, it's almost like if you don't focus on it as much, you don't put as much emphasis on it mentally, and it just happens more naturally sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mindset heading into this Olympic year. You haven't been to an Olympics yet, obviously. Like we just talked to Tuan, it's it's really competitive for Holland. Um, yeah. Yeah. How's that? Like, what's your headspace coming to this year? Um. Well, the qualification actually started last year, so this year doesn't make it any difference for me. So still, like, um, we have to do well uh, for us to. Um, uh, uh, get their salary so that's also a lot of pressure so now adding up the Olympic uh, points makes it kind of tough but again still you're going to the race to do well and doesn't change anything like if it's Olympic year or not for me yeah we asked Tuan what the qualification was like but the reception was so bad we couldn't really hear what's, <laughs> what's the criteria for, for you guys to qualify um, well, in case we have three spots, um, the first guy goes, um, who has the most, uh, UCI points. So that's going to be, of well, not the UCI, just the points on the Supercross and the World Championship. So that's going to be Nick for sure. It's kind of hard to, um, catch up with him since he won so much last year. And then the second spot goes to the best Dutchie on the World Champs. So that's still like, if you do really good on that race, you got an Olympic ticket. And then the uh, third spot goes to the, um, well, basically the coaches look at the ranking and just if there were any injuries and stuff. Yeah, no, fair enough. It's cool, you I'm guys. I'm curious. Yeah, go ahead, James. I guess, how do you feel about like the uh, that spot coming down to just the world championship race? Because... I've always had mixed feelings about that, where it's like, of course, the Olympics is a, a one-off event, so you want your riders to be able to perform at that one-off event. But I also think you, it's sometimes like just picking that one event where one rider could just be successful at is It's hard to say that he deserves that Olympic spot over somebody that's been consistent for so long. What do you think? Uh, um, yeah, it's kind of um, it's difficult because it's like the world champs always got some surprising results yeah so we made the rule like you have to show uh, at the world cups this year you can at least make mains so if you do like really good at the world champs and you become the best dutchie but you haven't rode a world cup main uh in the upcoming world cups like that's gonna be like um not enough to qualify what if you get motoed at every World Cup and then win the World Champs? <laughs> uh, that's something. It's, it depends on the way you win the World Champs. I mean, if you just prove you're the best, then I think you'll, you will deserve the spot. But if you just got lucky with crashes and stuff, it's... Can you imagine someone just gets motoed every World Cup and then just lights the World Champs on fire? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think that will happen. No, no, I'm just kidding. No. Um, so with the Dutch team, I was curious, what's your least favorite thing about being on the team? <laughs> we, we talk a lot about what's good and whatever. What, what's something, what's, what's something you don't like about it? Um, Put, putting you on the spot. Wow. It's, uh, you can call it all the guys for making those like, videos all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of annoying. Like I, I don't do that. Like I don't care about social media that much but like few guys just running around the cameras everywhere i mean that's their <laughs> thing i don't mind them doing it but 
Well, I don't know what I hate about it, but... It's just annoying, probably. Yeah, sometimes, but I don't mind it that much. Fair but enough. I think that the, the most... Um, well, I came from doing it all by myself, so being in the in Dutch national team just doesn't have any like things I don't like, basically. Yeah, no, it's I mean, fair enough. I can, I can go... I'm kind of friend of a pretty good friends with uh, Nick Joris and like almost everyone in the team. Yeah, I mean you, it's hard because so, you guys are around each other a lot. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, I mean even if we are, if we if we have holidays, we still go on holiday with each other. So, I mean that proves that we are like good friends, and that makes it kind of easy to to be in the team for six days a week, or six days, yeah. <laughs> yeah no I, absolutely I think it makes a better team environment um, yeah. J- James you have some quick shots for Dave maybe we'll pick just a few before we let him go yeah before I do that I gotta ask Davo I've seen some sneak peeks of the new Papendal track I know you guys yeah. got on it when it was probably super wet it was probably still a little bit soft but how's oh, it riding yeah yeah um, I mean it was really good at the beginning it was still kind of soft and indeed wet but now like when we rode like a couple of weeks on it, and some of the lips need some some work. But other than that, I think if they change the first two jumps on the first straight, and then a few lips, I think the track will be better than it was before. Better yeah. for racing, I guess. Yeah, fair. It looks like it could be. It looks like it's got some good line options for the guys and the girls in that third and even the last yeah. straight. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Fire away, James. You got some? All right. Yeah, just open her up now. Uh, let's get some quick shots. So, we couldn't, first we, one we, here, Dave. We, we couldn't do them for Tuan because we literally couldn't yep. even understand what Tuan was saying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, from Philip uh, Grun. Do you miss anything about your old team compared to the national team? Good one. Um. Jasper's just no. Jasper's let you eat more pancakes, probably. Um, uh, well, it's funny because I have our dietist sitting next to me, and he's laughing pretty bad. So, <laughs> um, wow, um, maybe it kind of changed uh, since. Well, so I can't keep it short. With um, Raymond and Rob, it's um, like you can do more things you want to do yourself. Good, yeah. And that was like kind of the issue with Boss. So I don't think there's a big difference between um, when I was with Martijn or um, when I'm now with Rob and Raymond. Yeah, Bass, Bass was so strict about everything. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question from Sebas404. Who squats more in the gym? You or Tuan? What? He stole my question. It's the same one. I combined yeah. them two. I couldn't say it was from you. <laughs> well, I don't know what Tuan's squatting now, but when we trained together, he beat me in the one leg squat. But I got the back squat, so I think we're kind of even. What did you back squat? It was about two years ago. I tried to max it out, and it was 240. And I went for 250, but I failed. Full squat? Yep. Fuck, that's Holy savage. shit. That is so savage. <laughs> I was box squatting 220 <laughs> thinking that was a lot. <laughs> oh, that hurts, was, hurts my back just I thinking about it. I was squatting 300 and it felt kind of easy. Unbelievable. That is, that <laughs> is unbelievable, yeah. <laughs> no, just make it fun. No. <laughs> <laughs> what gear are you riding, Devo? Um, 46. 17. Yeah. Light. yeah, it's not even big, yeah. Hmm. Well, I went lighter to do five cranks on the hill instead of four. Yeah, smart, smart. That's fair. All right, maybe one more, James? Uh, yeah, let's get another one here. I'll get one more for you. All right, from Ava Wright, 419. Poffertees or waffles? Poffertees all the way. What are those? What are they? That, those are those little pancakes, like the really small ones. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those are so good. So that was an easy question for me. (laughs) 
Well, thanks for <laughs> thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on, Davo. We really appreciate it. I'm glad I'm glad you had a good thanks off season. Glad glad you're healthy. Good luck this year, and we'll see you in Oz. Thank you. See you soon. See you, buddy. Have a good day. Thank you. Bye, Davo. Okay, let's just compliment Dave on his clarity on like Tuan's reception. We just get a round. Of, if we had this, the board here, we'd give him the round of applause. You right know what? Now. You know what? Fuck it. Here's another rant, or we haven't done a rant yet. <laughs> Why does the world why does the world champ have terrible sound quality? Tuan, you're the world champ. You should have the iPhone 11 Pro 25 whatever 100 with the best freaking data out there. You should have the best data out there. They should have world champ data. <laughs> you mean to tell me the world champion of our sport can't make a fucking phone call? <laughs> no seriously, Tuan? No seriously, Tuan, screw that guy. <laughs> that guy. He needs, he needs a better phone plan. We need to get him a phone plan sponsorship. They say third time's the charm. So the first time he came on was good. He won the worlds. And then he came on. You sounded like he was about to die because he was, you know, he like he, yeah. He sounded like he was about to die. Now we can't even talk to him. He's done. He's never coming on again. <laughs> Seriously, what's his, what's his name again? I've already forgotten his name. I don't even I don't even know Sorry, that. Who? I don't even know who that guy is. Who? We just had Dave on I, so I, far, right? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna delete. Oh, I'm gonna delete him from the coffee chatter check-in group right now, just out of spite. <laughs> <laughs> unfollow him on unfollow him on Instagram. Unfriend on Facebook. The works. Um, getting back to Davo though, he kind of had a quiet year last year, hey? Yeah, he was he was subtly quiet, but he also had some like some results at the same time. I mean, he uh, he podiumed. What was it, Rock Hill last year? He was on the podium. Yeah, he did. I was just um, gonna say he had a good Rock Hill. Yeah, but he once again, like you said, he was just quiet about it. I mean, he's not a flashy guy to begin with. You don't see him on social media all the time, but he's a hard worker. He gets in there. He's a he's a strong starter when he when he when he gets it right, and I mean, it pays off when it comes down to it at the World Cups, like in Rock Hill. You know what? He just like quietly goes about his business, and no one ever really has him in the conversation of guys to be like winning or on the podium or whatever. But he's capable anywhere. Like he just, you know what I mean? He's kind of one of those background mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, he really is. Like he's a horse. I mean, he's a good rider on the bike. He's not flashy. He's just a good, smooth rider. And when he gets up front, he can run a really smooth race. Probably too, because like you're on the team with Tuan and Neek, obviously who are both very accomplished, but are both really like known in the sport too. You know, Dave's kind of in the shadow, yeah. but if you watch him, dude, he's fast as shit. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like I think on a flat, I'd like to see him more on a flat hook because I never really get to see him on a other than a supercross. But I could see him being just an absolute horse on the flat hill. Oh yeah, absolute horse, super horse. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised that he's running a, a forty six seventeen. He said, "I know, but like he's probably naturally got a lot of speed in his legs, and just because you squat heavy doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be really good with a big gear." Yeah, you're right. Good point. Yeah, it's true. Like someone like Connor, like he can't. He's not overly strong on strength. He's strong, of course, but he's not mm-hmm. like overly strong on squats and that kind of stuff. And he runs a big gear, and he does really well with it. Yeah, fair. Okay. Because I think he often runs like a forty seven seventeen. Um, which isn't I think it's just enormous. been Romaine too much lately. Yeah, Romaine's a horse. He just rides too big of a gear. I've just been getting too used to him Him saying he rides a 48-17. Yeah, but a lot of guys, like even if they're really strong, don't necessarily run a bigger gear. You know, they might like to, their legs like to rev higher. Like mine always like to rev rev at a high RPM too. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Simona. Yeah. Simone Christensen, she'll be good to have on. She was the uh, the winner of the first World Cup last year. Does she not have an iPhone either? Mm, she's got an iPhone. She better have an iPhone. I don't know why my we phone... work off iPhones. I don't know why, but oh my god, why is it FaceTiming? No, I don't want to FaceTime. <laughs> um, what do you what do you expect out of Simona this year? Um, I expect she's been a podium or a, a main event rider for the past couple years now, so. I wouldn't be surprised with a few podiums to start off the year. I wouldn't. She's a dark horse for the O show. I wouldn't be surprised at all if she medaled. No, I wouldn't be either. Like uh, the the one she won in Manchester last year. I know Lauren Elise had their incident and they weren't in the final, but she popped one off in the main when it counted, right? Yeah, and she's that's always. That's what you need to do when it comes down to it. She's always there. She's always on the podium. Mm-hmm. I think these euros have a different. Oh, she answered right away. How's it going, Simona? How how are you? Good. How are you? Good. You're live. You're live on Coffee Chatter. Oh, I'm so proud of my career right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's probably like, there's there's you winning European games, but then there's like right below it is like this segment on Coffee Chatter. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, Never that whatsoever. 
how's it how's it going how are things yeah it's really good training is going really well uh, enjoying the the warm weather down here and um yeah just taking things off okay so first of all what's the worst thing about working with liam liam phillips <laughs> what 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 don't you like about you can just roast him on here I could see that. But, I could see that. Yeah, uh, he means it good though, so that's uh, that helps in that. What, what what's something what's something he's really helped you with? Um, ah, that's a lot of things actually. Um, I think he made me realize like uh, basically like working more with the basic stuff um, has helped me a lot. Uh, I think a big part of my Oh, like one of our biggest weaknesses is my track speed, and we worked a lot on that. Um, and just yeah, the basic like strength, all that stuff um, has just pushed me, yeah, to be a better, be a better rider. Really. Are you living in Switzerland now? Yeah. So I've been based there since yeah for one and a half year now. How do you How do you like it? Was it hard to move there or? Um. When Liam first called about it, it was a big step for me because, yeah, like I've always had my studies and and it was actually a really hard thing to kind of like say, like give myself that chance to like be full time really because I've never done that. Um, so that was actually a really hard decision. Um, looking back, I don't really know why it was a hard decision because <laughs> it's probably the best thing I've ever done. Um, but yeah, I was just so used to having my study next to it and making that work. Uh, so that was probably the hardest thing, uh, and yeah, um, all my friends and family was really supportive of moving to another country. So that was really that was really good support to have. Yeah, sometimes just changing your routine is tough, though. Like even if it's something that maybe you think you need to do, it's just hard. Change is hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so difficult. Like. Yeah, it was like it was actually really hard for me to basically. I've had to learn to be bored because I'm just not very good at that. <laughs> um, and now I'm way better just chilling and watching Netflix, doing football. Um, so yeah, um, it was a big change, but really good for me, I think. Yeah, because that town in Switzerland, Egel, there's not a whole lot to do. <laughs> nah, it's probably not the busiest place in the world. Um, but on the other hand, like. I know I like the simple things and uh, I love the nature down there and all the um, the mountains. I never get sick of that. Um, and like we live all together, so that's really fun. A bit like a dorm's room. Um, so I've I've also had to learn to do that because I've always always lived alone. Always like enjoyed just my own company, but now yeah, I just really enjoy hanging out with all the guys down there and just having loads of fun. Yeah. So, obviously, we're coming into the Olympic year. Shit gets crazy in Olympic year at the races. <laughs> Everything gets ramped up. Like, how, how are you going to, you know, maybe handle these races coming in? Because, obviously, like, people don't, maybe don't realize from the outside, but it's always in the back of every rider's head, the Olympics and blah, blah, blah. Like, how do you deal with that? Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I think I try to just uh enjoy the everyday goals like that's always a thing for me that's always made me uh, like love the sport i think like i love the competitions but i also love the everyday training even like gym sprints track whatever um so just really want to keep enjoying that i also remember from last olympics like shit time goes so fast and suddenly you're on the other end of it and you miss training towards the olympics um so I think I'm just going to try to really enjoy, like, the training towards the Olympics because, yeah, when you're there, everything goes so quick and then it's just over and then you just, yeah, you're just back in Denmark and you're just, like, everything feels so empty and weird. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I think that's one of the most important things is to just really, like, it's a pretty amazing feat to go to the Olympics and even race the World Cup series. Like, just enjoy everything about it. Yeah, and I think I haven't been always... Like, I've never really been very good at that. Like, I've always stressed it and, like, oh, you always want to do your best and and the best is, like, yeah, it's just, no, every time you hit that, instead of just enjoying it and 
enjoying riding against all the other fast girls. Um, so I think I've been better at that. I think Liam has also pushed that really. So that's been really nice. I gotta say, like I felt like this, like talking about just enjoying and training and whatnot. I felt like this offseason has gone by super quickly with how early these races are going. How has it been for for you guys? Like I know you guys have been here riding for a while now, but how has the offseason been? Has it been quick as well? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like this off season's gone so fast. I can't believe we're racing the first World Cup next week. Um, but I think we've just still tried to uh, get the basic in like a lot of strength work and just some really hard weeks of, of training. Uh, and uh, yeah, we've been lucky. Well, while we was in Switzerland, we could ride really until we all left home back uh, for Christmas. So that's been really good. Um, and then obviously going here, being able to ride some pretty tech tracks has been good. I've had my sketchy moments. So I hope <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> Uh, obviously this is a big year and uh, a lot of young girls look up to you and other top women in the sport do you have any advice for for young girls in the sport that are getting into it and maybe trying to work on jumping and manualing and and that kind of thing Um, I think I'll say for me like when I was a kid like I was just of course girls can ride together but like I think it's important for girls to just it's a it is a boy sport like uh, we can't really yeah, it's always going to be a sport where there's more boys uh, than girls. So just take advantage of that and go ride with the boys and don't worry about what the guys think because at the end of the day, if the girls are sending it, the boys think it's pretty cool even though it's sketching out. I think, <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, I think if, like, riding with other women and stuff, if they're sending it, like, guys get excited. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like, why not? Just take advantage of, like, the boys going faster and, and learning from them. I think, yeah, when I was a kid, I just went to ride trails with, with all the boys in the club, uh, like, tricking every weekend all summer, and I loved it. And I think that's what made me, like, yeah, getting the the, the skills you get when you're a young rider. Um, instead of having to worry about, oh, there's no girls to ride with and stuff like that, like, it's just how it is. And, yeah. Anything else, James, before we get some uh, quick shots for Simona? Well, just touching back on the, uh, well, I guess the whole Eggle situation, how does it work with uh, Team Denmark? Do you guys, do you still get support from them uh, while you're still training at Eggle with Liam? Um, Yeah, so basically the Danish Cycling Federation are paying for my stay at the UCI Centre right now. Um, So they're supporting me that way um, and still support me for the the big races, the World Cups, uh, World Champs and so on. Um, So I'm still... Yeah, under the whole team Denmark, they're paying a lot. Uh, obviously, UCI is also putting a lot of money into me being there. Um, so it's a bit of a mix from both sides. Um, yeah. That's cool. And how does it work for Olympic qualifying for you? Because obviously you're the, the sole rider for Denmark in the, the women's field, I'd say. Um, are you just going after an individual spot? Or have you earned enough points to even be up near the, uh, the nation rankings? Um, well, right now we're actually in for a nation spot, which is really cool. Um, that's also because we have one of our juniors, uh, Melina Karlstrup, doing really well. Um, so she's adding some points to the score. Um, so that's really cool because last time it's individual. And at the end of the day, it's just a bit more safe having a nation uh, spot uh, instead of, yeah, it's all down to me, my points. Um, so hopefully she keeps doing what she's doing and uh, I keep doing what I'm doing and we'll get a nation spot together. Absolutely, that'd be sick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, before we let you go, Simona, James, want to read off a few quick shots for uh, the Danish superstar here? Yeah, just pulling her up now. Fans are going All wild right. for Simona. <laughs> <laughs> All right, first question from Greery53. What's your favorite track in Oz so far? Oh, uh, difficult. Mm, I do really like uh, Nirang. That's a that's a pretty sick track. Uh, the pro set there is it's really good size for skills. I've always wanted to ride there. Yeah, it's good. The okay. first straight is really fast too. It's a fun track. It's really good to train on. It's fun. Yeah, good, good. good hill, good gate. Yeah, good pro gate. You're up nice and fast. Oh, just a just a <laughs> rocket or what? <laughs> nice and quick. Just like nice snap on red. Perfect. Uh, okay, next one from Philip Grun. 
Would you ride the WeOS bike if you weren't uh, in with the WCC? Um, yeah, like I really like the bike. It's really good. Uh, before I had the Hero Carbon, it wasn't that far from that. So, yeah, I really enjoyed that, that setup, to be honest. And, um, yeah, the WeOS is yeah, it's a really good bike. So, yeah, for sure. Why not? Uh, the WeOS's rider, Sylvan Andre, fucking hate that guy. Seriously, screw that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next one from Vanessa Hughes. I don't know what that one is. Um, Basically says, (laughs) I always get these wrong and I feel like a jackass. It says, how much training you had in a week when you were studying? So what was it? How much were you training when you were studying compared to now? Oh my God, I train way more than I do now. (laughs) So yeah, my days were pretty stressful. I would have like, when I was training, I would have like two sessions a day and get one in in the morning. I get up early to study, train in the morning, study a bit more, go to the uni, train again, study in the evening. It was pretty shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Any more, James? Yeah. Or are you good? Uh, we good? We'll do last last one. Okay. From Clay's Patterson. What are some tips you'd give to an up-and-coming young gun from a small country like Denmark? Um, that was a good question. I think like you can't really stop yourself just because you're from a small country. Um, at the end of the day, like I think like a country like Denmark has a good um, like a talent program they're trying to build up now. Since we only just moved to the the Sagan Federation not many years ago, so they're still working to build that up, and I think that's pretty good. And I believe many countries have that. So as long as you're putting in the hard work and having fun, um, why not? Why shouldn't you be the one out there riding? Absolutely. Why the hell not? Someone's got to do it. Thanks a lot for coming on, Simona. Really appreciate it. No wish, problem. Wish, hope you have a great year. I think it'll be a really good year for you, honestly. You've rode so well these last few years, and um, I think this could be a really special year for you. So we'll see you in Australia, but good luck. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for we're, having me on. We're also you're also on our list for a full show. I'm still waiting for the call, okay guys? <laughs> Please don't wait too long. I'm up every night wait, uh, yeah, waiting for you guys. I know, we might lose her if we don't ask her soon. <laughs> mm, I'll play how to get them work. <laughs> <laughs> Alright girl, we'll see you soon. Yeah, see ya. See ya. Bye. Uh Simona, we gotta have her on for a full show, James. Yeah, she's got a lot to talk about with her like being a full-time student before and now moving to Switzerland. I mean, she's she's had a very exciting career so far. No, she's awesome. She's got a really cool attitude, and um, I like her overall approach to racing. I think she takes it seriously, but like doesn't seem like she takes herself too seriously, you know? And I, I really like that. No, totally. You can totally tell when somebody has to try to tell themselves to like actually rest and be bored and do stuff like that, you know they're a hard worker because... There's some people that will just say, oh, rest, okay, cool, no worries. But there's other people, you know, that they're always trying to find something to help make them better and to actually get them to rest is the hard thing. Yeah, it seems like she's always someone who, you know, wants to improve, wants to do things and doesn't like to sit still too often. No, exactly. So I think, like you said, I think she'll have a good year. She was successful last year. I mean, I could definitely see her on a, a couple podiums to start the year off here. Oh, I totally agree. I think all three of our guests are going to have a good year, to be honest. I see Dave having a good year and I see Tuan coming back well. Yeah, it, this is just, it's crazy about our sport. The amount of people, if you take a look at them individually, they have, there's so much potential to do well. Dude, the, it's just too bad that there can only be eight people in a main. You watch, like, every country's, like, top dude or whatever, and, like, you're, you watch him in Gates, you're like, dude, that guy is unreal. He could seriously win a World Cup, and there's, like, 40 of them. <laughs> Straight <laughs> off the right? It's crazy. Like, you watch, like, Ren Carell at, like, gate practice, you're like, how does this dude not have five World Cup wins? How does he not just like win every race? Just I know. One, two, three. It's Seriously. just unbelievable. Or you'll watch like yeah. Big Davo and you're like, how does he not have multiple World Cup? It's crazy. Honestly, yeah. That's the, it's the wild thing about our sport. Like, it's just, and on any given day, there's probably 25 guys that could be in the main and on the podium. And then you watch Sylvan Andre and you're like, dude, he sucks. Why is he racing? Dude, screw that guy. <laughs> <laughs> People, I wish we had the sound bite. I need to get a sticker that says, I hate Sylvan Andre. Oh, that would be absolutely hilarious. Just get a pin for your hat. So when we get merch, when we get merch, we're just going to make those shirts or something and just, that's literally going to be the only merch we sell. 
Dude, I know we've talked about it like 25 times so far, but like we need merch. Just I hate Sylvan Andre coffee cups, hats, like I'm thinking beanies, stickers. I'm thinking the works. It would be hilarious. I'm going to get a big sticker for my truck on the back that just says, I hate Sylvan Andre. <laughs> just get, we just start coming out with bumper stickers, I hate Sylvan Andre. Dude, and just get him swarming and people be like, dude, who the hell is Sylvan Andre? Oh, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> uh, anything else special we need to touch on? Um, I mean, I think not this show. Is, it was just good to hear from a few riders this show. Like we said, the races are coming up. Um, we're going to do a little breakdown next week of, I mean, more riders, who we think is going to be going fast this year, what to expect coming from these World Cups. But right now, I think it was just good to hear from Dave, Simone. We didn't really hear from Tuan because, you know, he still needs a, a new cell phone. He's still working don't on the even, iPhone 2. Don't even get me started on that guy. Do, oh, my I forgot. Gosh. I don't even know his name. Sorry, who? I don't even know his name. Who is he? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Just some world champ that we had on. Literally never heard of that guy. <laughs> He's almost on my Sylvan Andre list now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's class. It was, honestly, it was, it was, it's nice that we have friends like them to be able to come on, take some time out of their day just to give us a quick update here how they're doing. And I mean, just... Basically, how their training is and how they're feeling. No, it's really good to hear from them all. And, um, yeah, they donate time to come on the show. It's it's pretty cool. Um, I think Simone is really a good example for young girls coming up in the sport as well. Yeah, you see, I mean, that's the kind of common theme with the younger girls in the sport. You always hear them or parents are just asking, like, what do I need to do? How do I need to get better? Like, how do I keep my girl in it? Because it is just such a male-dominated sport. And she made a good point. Like, just embrace it. Ride with the guys. Have some fun. And that isn't, at the end of the day, what will make you better is riding with the, the guys that are fast and have the skills already. For sure. Because, I mean, it can be, I'm sure it can be really intimidating for a young girl. Like, um, you know, obviously the vast majority of people at the track are guys. And there's kids, mm-hmm. little young boys just pinged off the wall going wild at the track. <laughs> you, you know what I mean, though? No, I totally do. I remember when I was a kid, when we like nightly, weekly racing out of Ridge Meadows BMX. You remember Paige there? And we yep. used to be best friends when we were a kid, and it was like me, her, and we had like uh, a couple other guys. And she would hop in and race with us boys every night, every Tuesday. And like she, at the time, was yeah the top for class. Like she was in World Championship mains, and I think that's like it's just an example of how it. Like if you start riding with the guys, you start racing against them. It's going to benefit yourself. No, I, I totally agree, and it's a good, very good way for young girls to improve. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Well, shit, I think that's it for today. We're going to bench race next week. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. A little preview uh, show. Yeah, maybe, I could have no. for me to get off to training. Since Romaine is there with you, maybe we can get Romaine on the show, too. I think that'd be fun. He won't be with me next week, though. Oh, he won't? No, I'm, getting, I'm sad. I'm leaving him now. We're, uh, we're separating. Oh, shit. Are you guys going to be okay? I'm going to be a little, a little bummed about it. You know, I might have to hold back the tears when he's <laughs> dropping me off at the airport tomorrow. But, you know, I'll get through it. I can't believe, yeah, and I'll be there. I'll be there next. Yeah, some, uh, yeah I, should, I didn't even say it at the beginning of the show. I may all say it at the beginning of the next show. But, yeah, I'll, I'm doing the Riders' Corner and interviews this year for the world, all the World Cups. Fantastic. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'll, I'll, I'll say it at the beginning of the next show because, let's be real, no one listened to this whole show. At this point, as soon as Simone stopped, they already stopped listening. <laughs> so, for you loyal ass customers that just, or not um, customers, consumers, or listeners, <laughs> listeners that listen to the very end of the show, you know what? Thank you. We don't say that enough, but thank you. Yeah, thank you for sticking around. This is like the, this is the fun part now. I wonder if people like Tuan comes on the reception shit. They're like, oh, fucking coffee chatter. Here we go again. <laughs> one of these shows I've been sticking around since show number five you know back when they're already crap and it's still crap to this day it's a lot it's a lot harder like it's a lot harder to have the quality on the road because we don't have all our equipment no we don't have equipment we don't have cell service you know we, we, it is it's janky we do the best with what we got people yeah we're still, what makes us who we are we're still producing content <laughs> you know what I can't wait for I can't wait to keep using our new golf ball mic for Chatter TV Dude, that seriously is the best part of Chatter TV. It's just the mic. I just like holding the mic with golf ball. Just makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, we'll de- we'll get definitely get Chatter TV in Australia. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. All right. So. Sounds good, bro. Right on. All right. We'll chat next week. Good to hear your voice, buddy. You too. Talk next week, buddy. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was just that that little janky exchange of words just summed up the show. It's because Romain was just walking in with a uh, with a coffee for me. Let me just say, what a roommate! What a guy, dude! You're gonna miss him what? so much. Uh, I can't believe I'm gonna be out gone. But anyways, yeah, we should quickly just give a shout out. Thanks for our sponsors again. Oh Pro-Gate shit! Europe, motorsheets.com. You guys know the deal. I almost forgot. Thanks, Progate Europe and Motorsheets.com. 
They're the ones without that, them, you know. Without them, we wouldn't have our these mics with us. Mm-hmm. So thanks, guys. That's for sure. All right, we'll see you next week. Later, guys. Bye.